This is the true story of eight strangers picked to live in a beautiful house, party together, and have their lives taped by Elizabethany. Find out what really happened when people started getting real and got their entire lives tweeted out. The Real World DC, as we saw it. Week 13, a.k.a. second to last week of the Real World DC, as we saw it, with Elizabethany and... Chris Wiggins, as always. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, wow, second to last week, kind of crazy. Last night we saw, you know, an episode where Tanner came to visit Mike, which we talked to Mike about last week, and then Josh and going to Philly, which was random, and then the Wicked Liquid concert. Which they didn't really, I, you know, they gave us like three minutes at the end. I know. They should have given it a little more time. Although I think I'm actually kind of happy just because they did show and perform. That's true. And they did, I don't know, like I think they actually did pretty good coverage of it. I expected them to do like a whole episode, but then again, it would have dragged out too much. I guess really everything throughout the whole season should have been covered that quickly. Yeah, it's funny. You know, I was talking to uh, to Amy Singer from the Washington Post's Reliable Source earlier, mm-hmm. and um, and she said that she loved the, the shit that they should have shown. And, you know, I said to her that from what we were, were hearing in the live chat yesterday, most people feel that the season would have been much better if they included much more of that because they, yeah. they, ha- they had so many dailies that I think that if they, instead of, you know, using a lot of those dailies, if they edit, I mean, obviously they played around with editing a lot with right. this season. Uh, I mean, last been... night there was editing with the wedding and the mic thing. I'm assuming it was pretty, pretty good editing, but it was editing. Yeah. You know, you live, you learn. Um, let's, let's talk about who we're going to speak with today. We are going to speak to Erica. I think, you know, for last night's episode, obviously she wasn't on it. But she was definitely a little prankster for the shit they should have shown. Yeah. So I want to. I kind of want to get like lessons. Although she never really did like too crazy of pranks, but she had me laughing just because she thought they were funny. <laughs> so oh, yes. whenever somebody else thinks something is really funny, especially like Mike's laugh too, is really contagious. So I always laugh oh, really yeah. hard at them too. But anyway, so I want to find out how to how to be like her. Never thought, never really? thought I'd say I, that. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say, I never would have thought you said that. You'd well, say that. Well, let's but just he, move on. Here we are. Let's call her. Let's call her. Let's do it. <clears throat> hello, hello. Hello. How are you? Hey, Erica. What's going on? Hey, hey Chris. Not a lot. Just you know, driving in snow. In Cleveland right now. Snow? snow. <laughs> yeah, we have snow, and I'm very pissed about it, let me just say. Oh, it's like 70 degrees here. Oh, God. All right, so last night we saw the, the shit they should have shown. Yeah. And we saw a lot like that involved you had to do with you pranking people. Yeah, you know, I try to be a prankster. I don't know how successful I am and I probably shouldn't be allowed to prank anyone based on my pranks on the show but uh <laughs> I, I tend to find enjoyment in that especially after having a few drinks <laughs> yeah the peanuts they were really funny <laughs> no I thought the iced tea was was stellar <laughs> honestly like me and Callie like we're mischievous in that way where we thought like oh we're so gonna get people in the house and we're gonna be the two people that like at the end of this we'll be like oh yeah we were the ones behind it but like <laughs> hey, our pranks were terrible and obviously a result of being drunk and 
clearly not knowing what's funny and what's not. And the, and the other result is the two of us together, just ridiculous. What else did you guys do besides the peanuts and the lotion condoms and the water, I guess? <laughs> One time we thought we were, gonna, we're like, we need to get Andrew. Andrew, like, probably has played a whole bunch of pranks on us. He's taken our underwear. We need to get Andrew. But, of course, a few drinks later, we come up with the idea. We have this, like, plastic mini picnic table set that sat on one of the tables in the game room uh-huh. and um we thought it'd be so funny if we just like put it in his bed for extra <laughs> for extra kicks and for extra giggles we decided to collect all the stale popcorn from our popcorn machine put it in a bowl and put it in andrew's bed as well um but Did to our dismay <laughs> yeah to our dismay andrew is eating the popcorn and rather enjoying it, it's always Emily. Not knowing that we literally picked the kernels like off the floor and at the very bottom of the popcorn machine that hasn't been used and I really don't know how long. We were like so pissed off. I remember like me and Callie like with our mics off like stuck into our rooms and started talking about how pissed we were that our prank didn't work out. And then looking back at that, I'm like, why? Why? Why was I so mad? It didn't work. Of course, it wasn't going to be a good thing. Like, I don't understand why me and Kelly thought we were so funny and so good at pranking people. But that's what makes Andrew it funny now. Takes the cake. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like looking back, I'm like, man, Andrew actually pulled off some really good pranks. Like, I guess I've learned that a good prank is when you don't tell anyone that you did it, <laughs> and they don't know about it, and so they have to watch it on television. You know, why did I think of that? I don't know. And then I really had a, a really strong desire to always prank Ty. I always try, try to keep, like think of new ideas, but then I was the most afraid of Ty because <laughs> I knew that he would so get me back. So, like, the night we put peanuts on him, I was going to put paprika on his forehead. Oh, wow. So that way, when he woke up, he'd be like, he thought there'd be, like, something wrong with his face. Because he, like, sweats in the middle of the night because he's a sweaty guy. Yeah, he sweats and all the time. so I was hope, um, we were going to hope that, like, it dried into the little sweat drops on his face. And then he'd wake Ew. up and he had all these pimples. Oh, no. But I was so nervous to do it. I just could never go through with it. But I've always wanted to do that. I told him. I told him about that, and he's like, that is so stupid. That is the stupidest prank ever. I'm like, I know. But I have to say, since the show, I have quit pranking people because I've realized that it is just not that funny when I do it. But me and Callie, like, there, like a lot of times I would go to bed early to avoid, like, all drama, but then some nights we would come home from drinking, and we would just be, like, really silly and, like, see what we could get away with. Like, even, like, pranking the cameraman, like, in a thinking we were sleeping, like, although, even though we were talking and, like, we always get caught. We had, like, we were, like, little kids, like, getting grounded by their parents. We were, like, hurry up and put the covers over our heads so they didn't think that we were talking. But clearly they have cameras and they know we're talking to each other. Not to mention the microphones and the headboards. Yeah, that was a dead giveaway. But <laughs> we used to think we were so sneaky. We were like, oh, they'll never catch us. And Callie, I feel bad. She used to always get the brunt of it. I would just deny, 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 but Callie's like a nice, good girl. She was like, oh, not good. Yeah, we were talking in bed, you know, whatever. And then the producers would always yell at her like, you have to stop doing that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ooh, I feel bad. No. 
Uh, funny. Did you ever? I mean, it's not really a prank. I mean, or, or I guess maybe it is one of the best pranks of the season when when Emily decided to sneak out and get away without the cameras. Did you ever have a chance to do that, or or were you not successful at running away without being followed by the cameras and the mic crew for a while? Um, there was one time where me and Kelly both like totally lied to production, but they found us out anyway. How? These are for like crazy sources because I have no idea how they like figured it out. No <laughs> idea. But we went out one night and me and Kelly were like, we're going to find this dive biker bar and we're just going to go there. And, you know, of course, the cameras don't want to follow us because there's just two of us and then there's six other people to right. worry about. And we always we always would pick a night where we knew that everybody was like going big, and we would just like do the exact opposite because we felt like they wouldn't follow us. And so we go to this biker bar. We meet some people without the cameras. We had our microphones on, but we didn't think that they would catch on, you know, to anything that was going on. Well, they started hearing Callie flirting with a guy, and and so they were there within two minutes. The, yeah. Well, I get a call from the producers like. Well, we decided to move to another bar. That way, if they did catch us speaking to each other, speaking to people and, like, Callie was flirting, whatever, that they would not find the right place. Right. Um, so they were like, oh, we're walking home already, like, whatever. Well, really, we were at another bar, and me and Callie got in this, like, huge fight because she was, like, trying to still stay and talk to this guy when I'm like, no, dude, we need to get the hell out of here because <laughs> we're totally going to get in trouble for this. He used to say it only worked one time, and then this cameras finally did catch up to us, and um, they were not too happy that me and Callie were nowhere to be found. And then we had to try to explain to these random dudes, like, why there was a camera in our face. And <laughs> they had no idea. <laughs> Oh, God. No idea. We didn't tell them. Me and Kelly did our very best to, like, not, like, when we were out without the cameras, really just not talk about the show in general to other people we meet. Because I really, I really truly wanted to be, like, normal person, like, right. when we were out without the cameras. That was, like, one of the few, like, times me and Kelly ever did, like, the sneak about, like, sneak out and, like, try to you know, get away from the producers and the cameras because, I mean, it just was totally unsuccessful. It's not even funny. Like, And not to mention, like, a week later, our producer, Matt, was like, hey, so you guys were over at this bar instead of this bar. And I was like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you lie. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure everybody did that. Like, everyone, when you're stuck in a house full of cameras and craziness every day, like, I'm sure everybody had a moment where they stuck away. It's like, it's literally like they have like voodoo. I will GPS, never forget like, the man. cab concert. Mm. At the cab concert, we totally went on someone's laptop and went on our Facebook. <laughs> and but we like took such enjoyment out of getting on those laptops. And the cab guys were like, "Don't worry, don't worry. We'll we'll keep a lookout, like whatever." And <laughs> thank God because. We we thought we totally got away with something big there. That's Getting on funny. Facebook is the biggest sneaky moment of the season. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that sad? Isn't that sad when like we have to sneak to get on our Facebooks, and that's like <laughs> something that's a huge accomplishment for us. I know a couple times at the pool, at the Capital Skyline pool, I know that uh, that Ty would run around and ask people to borrow their cell phone because he would be so excited to be, have access to your cell phone. Yeah. Oh, my God. I never even thought about that. Like, all the time, it never occurred to me to just, like, ask somebody to borrow their cell phone. Or even, like, I would go tanning and, like, the, the people there were so nice to me. Like, I could have totally borrowed their phone and, like, you know, 
chatted it up. You know, snuck a phone call with someone. I don't know. But we look back at that now, and I'm like, God, like, there's probably a reason why they don't have repeat seasons of The Real World with the same cast. Because now we know, like, all the dirty tricks and sneaky things we could do that we could get away with, you know? That's probably why they kick you out once you know how to get around it. (laughs) Right. It's like once you've discovered, like, the hidden fruit, you are no longer able to have it. You're denied. I talk to past cast members and stuff, and they, they tell me, like, all kinds of crazy stories about what they got away with. And I'm like, man, like, we were goody-goodies. Like, compared to other seasons, like, we really just, like, didn't take too many liberties. Like, as oh, much yeah. as we could have, anyway. Oh, yeah. I know some of the cast members from previous seasons would go to the mall and they would, you know, some stores wouldn't be cleared. So they would just say, hey, we're going to go shopping and we'll meet, you know, production back here at the entrance. But what they'd really do is go out a side entrance and catch a movie. Man, see, see, these are things that would have been useful to me when I was there. It's like a real world guide. The only time, like, I think that was, like, my sneakiest, most amazing moment. Like, one day, I found out that this band had Automatica. I was playing at Black Hat, but we couldn't go to Black Hat because it wasn't cleared. Right. So I told everyone I was going to the gym, (laughs) and I stood outside of the venue and listened to the music, like, (laughs) by myself. And that's how desperate we were to, like, really have, like, a moment to ourselves and a sneaky you know, getting away with something. So this podcast is like anybody who's going to be on the real world should listen to it and learn all the secrets. No, like, like, let me, let me, this, is, this is a public service announcement for anyone who ever wants to be on the real world. Break the rules. Please. <laughs> go, go in there with <laughs> a lot be, of money. Yeah, you'll be that much more sane. Nice. Alright, well, let's wrap this up quickly. Thank you for uh, telling us about the pranksters. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm the craziest prankster out there. Watch out. Watch and out. oh my god, there's only one more episode and then this is all over. Can you believe it? Oh, I really can't. Really can't. I'm excited for the reunion show because there was a lot of breakthroughs and I'm ready to close the chapter and ready to continue on my life. But I'm definitely really nostalgic when it's the last episode, you know, the, re- the reunion show airs and that's it. You know, it's definitely going to be a weird feeling knowing that, okay, well, I don't have to worry about what America thinks of me this week. <laughs> but at the like, same time, it's sad. I mean, I wasn't even on, obviously, I wasn't on the show. No, but like, no, really? I you weren't even, on the show? No, listen. Listen <laughs> I cry every time I watch the last episode of Real World, even if I don't watch the season. I can watch the last episode and I'll cry. So I know that I'm going to ball watching you guys, and it's going to be really depressing for me because I am not going to have something to do every Thursday and Wednesday. So I yeah. can't even imagine how you guys are going to be after it's all done. That's all. You know what? I think we'll all start a new chapter in our lives, and you know, all of us, everyone since the reunion show, um, taping, everyone's been keeping in pretty good contact with one another, and we have plans to visit each other, and that's refreshing, and that's something that allows me to give this situation closure, because even though I don't have, like, the weekly episodes to hold on to anymore, I definitely have the friendships outside of it. You know, I know even when an episode's not airing, we're still going to keep in touch with each other, and that's all that really matters to me. And I have to say, from from my point of view, and and I think Beth would agree, I'm very grateful for the fact that, that we were given enough leeway to to develop friendships with you guys after production. And, I mean, I'm sure that we'll all continue to keep in touch. Definitely. All right, well, thank you so much, and keep in touch with us, too. 
We'll definitely keep You're in touch welcome. with you. You're welcome. We'll do. Thanks for everything, my dear. You are very welcome, you guys. <laughs> Take it easy. All right. It's been a fun ride. It's been a fun ride. It has ride. been. <laughs> we'll, we'll look forward to hearing and seeing everything else during the reunion show next week. It's going to be a great episode, for sure. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Sounds good. Bye, you guys. All right. Bye, Erica. Bye. All right. Well, great. I'm glad we have officially given the, uh, a guide to the real world for future real world possibilities. Yes. And, and now you can be like Erica. <laughs> I can. I can be just like her because that's what I've always strived to be in life. No, but really, because then I can be on the radio if I'm like her. That's true. Huh. That is very true. Man. Man. <laughs> can you believe it? It's... It's been a ride. I mean, we speak as though we're, like this is the end. Clearly, it's not. we, we have know. at least three more podcasts let's, coming. Yeah, let's make very let's, clear: there, this is not the last podcast. It's not. So, but let's just you know to end this podcast. Let's just uh, give a mention to a couple of familiar faces last night. Yeah, let me you know let me actually congratulate you. This you congratulated me when you you saw me on the show, and I have to now congratulate you because you got at least three milliseconds of coverage. <laughs> At least, and I was totally like the focal point of the background. Yes, and, and by they... by focal point, I mean the bright red light that was the flip camera. I'm actually I'm more excited that my flip was on there than I was, just because my flip has way more significance than I do. Oh yeah, your flip is more famous than you are. Absolutely, and Lance, you know the official companion. Well, who who we could never get on the show for whatever reason. Yeah, because he's cheerleading coach. Well, maybe we'll get him on for the last one. We have to. We have to. All right. Anyway, we're we're rambling. I think we're both yeah. in a good mood or something. We are in a good mood. <laughs> I, I'm in a really good mood today. Fantastic. All right. Thanks, you all. Let me try that again. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, we will talk to you very soon. A couple more times and then, well, whatever. Bye. And, and then we have some other. Then we have some other tricks up our sleeves. Indeed. Ciao, all everybody. Right. Bye. For more of what we saw in D.C., make sure you follow Love Elizabethany, L-U-V Elizabethany, or Real World D.C. News with a Z. We have everything you could ever want to know.